You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. You're tuned Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, March 25th, 2022. March 26th being Beth Graveline Gatrell's birthday, our staff member who also provides you with the tech tips and the tech newsletter once a week and online at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. I would be her dad. I'm Chris Graveline. I would be her brother. Her younger brother. Yeah. I, and I remind her that of every chance I get. Yeah, I know. Well, because she's the oldest. Yeah. Well, I'm the oldest, but as far as the kids go, yeah. yeah, she's the oldest. And then after you, there's Tim. Yeah. He's definitely the youngest. Yeah. Mm, gotcha. And some tech news and commentary for you, and then Billy standing by, among others, for, to participate on the program. We invite you to always think about participating. Anything at all that you've got, a concern, a question, a comment, some tech rage, whatever. If it involves consumer tech, we're here for you. We want to answer your calls, your questions, anytime, 24-7, whenever you think of something. We'll get it on the show on the very next broadcast and we'll get an answer for you, or several answers, whatever the case. It's what we do. And Cam, uh, Cam <laughs> I'm getting your son involved, too. Yeah. Chris is going to tell you how you can easily participate at your leisure. Well, probably the easiest way, which has also become the most popular way these days, is stopping by intotomorrow.com and see an Ask Dave microphone. You click on that, and it gives you the opportunity to record an audio question, many times sounding crystal clear, and you can send uh, that way. You could also do a very similar thing in the Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button. Again, sounds like you're sitting right here in the studio with us. Or you can call the Ask Dave hotline 24-7-365 or 366 on a leap year. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Glad you pointed that that's, out. That's it's not a, a leap year, but yeah, okay. It's uh, 800-899-4686. It's 800-899-INTO. You did forget one way that folks can participate. Oh, the, 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 the texting thing. The, yeah. Yeah. That. We don't hear you, <laughs> which means if you want to qualify for the better prizes, you need to be heard on the show. It is radio after all, right? But you can visit our 800 number. How do you visit that? Well, you text yeah. your question, comment, concern, whatever the case, to our 800 number, which is 800-899-4686. First name, city, and how you hear us is what we ask. And then ask your question, because we got one I think, yeah. a couple of weeks ago where yeah. it was just somebody saying, you know, I'm, I'm Bob, I listen on this station, and I'm participating here. But then you didn't ask a question. Yeah. That was awfully nice and good to know, but we couldn't use it because you didn't have a question or comment or tech rage or whatever. Yeah. So that's the other reason why text me anywhere is, is can be interesting, but not the best way to go always. It's very similar to the, the phone call we got, uh, you know, a few months ago where the whole the guy's question was, did I win? And, yeah. And pretty much sounded like that. <laughs> yeah, pretty D much. Did I win? No, you didn't. 
But if you call back with an actual question, something that particip- you know that contributes to the show, you absolutely would win. Yeah, it really is easy. That's why we try to make it as easy as possible. So many ways for you to participate. But don't just text us. Let us hear you. You get to hear us. Well, have to hear us yeah. if, if you're if you're listening anyway. Volkswagen AG plans to phase out gas combustion engines in the U.S. And have 55% of its U.S. sales be fully electric by 2030. The the German automaker will invest $7.1 billion in North America to produce 25 new EV models by 2030. And I'm always compelled, whenever we talk about EVs, electric vehicles, to remind everybody what powers your charging stations. Dead dinosaur fossil fuels. Just saying. So don't be all high and mighty like, you know, oh, everybody on our block's getting EVs to save the planet. Although I will say that the you know people with EVs are now laughing at the rest of us these days with the gas prices. I will agree. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree. But it's not the end-all cure-all. Yeah, plus, I, I've said all along, you know, I'm, I'm a motor guy. I need to have that that engine sound, the revving, and you know, I, I can't. Yeah, it's pretty can't. sad when some EVs have to fake engine sounds so that people can hear that there's a well, car they, coming. They have to by law. I know. So because there's otherwise they're too quiet. But anyway, and you and you can't even do certain uh, sounds anymore for like a horn. Because yeah, we've it's... we've had that happening where people were, or or even better. Yeah, you know, I used to want a Tesla until they changed it and said you can't make it fart anymore unless you're in park. Well, that's after. Where's my burrito? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know that's the thing. You go you go get a burrito. And that's the only way you can get gas for like a dollar anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I did a post a week or so ago on one of my anti-social medias, and I hope you all follow me, at Dave Graveline. Mention Into Tomorrow, I'll follow you back. Um, everything is always just the at sign Dave Graveline, so it's easy on all the anti-social media stuff. But I did a thing that uh, I just got gas for fifty-seven at Taco Bell. Uh-huh, That's a nice donut. No, that would be Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So you kind of get the idea. Billy, use the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. We love you for that. But unfortunately, he didn't say how he listens or where he's participating from. So you forgot that part. So next time when you call back, let us know. Billy, welcome into tomorrow. I've always wanted to attend CES, the computer electronic show eh. in Las Vegas. But I am not a IT professional. I'm not in the business. Actually, I'm a semi-retired techno geek that just loves this kind of stuff. Is it possible for me to attend? Well, Billy, unfortunately, not really. CES used to stand for the Consumer Electronics Show, but they don't want us to call it that anymore. Uh, They also don't want us to call it what it really has become, the Chinese Electronics Show. Uh, or this year, the COVID electronic show, since many people believe it had to have been a super spreader, although neither Nevada officials or the CTA, producers of CES, would release any COVID-related data from the show. But we were there, and there were very few people there. But yeah. we'll see. 
Uh, it is primarily a commercial event. So the main attendees, of course, are buyers and sellers of consumer tech. That's their core audience, people who want to find distributors or suppliers. Yeah, the only other group they allow in are media. Um, CTA, again, the group that organizes the show, wants their exhibitors to get exposure to increase the value that they offer them. So the media is always welcome. Unfortunately, they also consider, you know, bloggers, you know, media. Yeah, they have like six followers, and it's their mom and a cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, if you're not a member of one of those groups or a CTA employer contractor, they won't let you in. Um, But you're not missing that much, really. It's normally an overcrowded event, and the majority of exhibitors are selling pretty boring things. Yeah, that's very true. Now, the highlights that you hear on our shows and the videos that you see are really the best products that we've run across on the show floor. Again, we were there in person in January. But the majority of what is shown off is relatively boring, as Chris said, day-to-day. Stuff like phone cases, cheap cables, knock-off robotic vacuums, car speakers, that kind of stuff. Now, if you'd like to attend a real global consumer tech show that is open to the public, Join us in September at IFA in Berlin. We will be there broadcasting for our 18th year. Visit ifa-berlin.com for more. And seriously, join us there. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses, such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. This our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech. All kinds of cool products, gadgets, gizmos, services available today and into tomorrow. And I'm reminding you that you, our listening audience, make the show. Your participation is really what Into Tomorrow is all about. So if you've got any questions at all about consumer tech, maybe any follow-up questions uh, after seeing a guest interview or hearing a guest interview, or maybe you want to help another listener, we want to hear from you. And you can do that any number of ways. There, We try to make it as easy as possible. Probably the easiest way these days is to visit us at intotomorrow.com. Click on the little red microphone that says Ask Dave. And then you can do that from any browser, by the way, any device with a browser and a microphone. And ask a question, make a comment, help other listeners, what have you. And all these things you can do anytime, 24-7. The other very easy way is using the free Into Tomorrow app available in your app store. Just search those two words, Into Tomorrow, 
and participate that way. There's a button there that says message the studio. Or the old-fashioned way still works. If you use your phone as a phone, imagine that, then you can call us toll-free from anywhere in North America, 800-899-INTO, 1-800-899-4686. Our next guest's company connects car fans with the information hidden inside our cars. We think that's pretty cool. And Chris on our team has been using one of their products and enjoying it a lot. It gives him a lot of great information. The co-founder and CEO of Carly Connected Car is Avid Avini. Avid, welcome into tomorrow. Joining us from Munich, Germany. How are you, sir? Thanks so much for having me. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, and we appreciate you giving us a couple of minutes. Uh, tell me first a little bit about the company, and then let's get into the Carly device itself and how you simply plug it into an OBD port and get incredible amounts of information. So, As you correctly mentioned, Carly is a company that connects car owners, mostly passionate car owners, with the information hidden inside their cars. What we do is we unlock all the data that is hidden and make it easy to understand and actionable, put it inside the app and give you tips and tricks on how to repair and then save costs on whatever you do with your car. And of course, when you talk about all the data that's hidden, I mean, people might be thinking, well, what, what's hidden? I mean, I'm getting, you know, my fuel indicator and my temperature and oil, basic info on the dashboard. Well, yeah, that's basic info. But there's so much more to especially any modern car the last many years that you probably want that information and you want to know what it's doing, whether you're a big car fan, a big buff, uh, you know, car buff or not. It's very helpful to have this info. Would you suggest that? Totally, yeah. So this is information that goes very deep into the car. A car has a minimum of 10 computers going up to 60 different computers. And each of these computers has up to 140,000 fault, possible fault codes. Wow. So I think 1% or 2% maybe of these will be shown in your dashboard. If you want to access anything more than that, you have to plug in the OBD device and read out manufacturer-specific fault code data. That's just one of the examples. We can also give you mileage information, tell you if the car has been tampered with, and so on. There's so much information hidden inside these cars, and car owners have no access to this. Yeah, I think the ability for folks to check the car's main systems, uh, and you mentioned on the dashboard, if we get 1% or 2%, we think we're happy. Well, there's so much more. And to have so many possible fault codes and things that could be causing an issue. One of the things that uh, that Chris has used uh, regularly is to reset his check engine light. Of course, now, it seems to me that the problem with that is, great, it resets it, but shouldn't you be digging further? Shouldn't you know what the problem is? And, and he can with his Carly unit uh, to be able to get more info. Oh, and, and he just came in and literally dropped his phone to show us that the app provides all kinds of great information. So, But let's talk about how even something as simple as that check engine light that might just be a pain and something that perhaps you don't really have to take any action, but it's always popping on. Uh, well, Carly can turn that off for you yeah the thing with the check engine light is when that pops up it's mostly too late so what happens is that you have issues in your car they will not become visible until three or six months later when you see it in your engine light and then the damage has already happened the idea is to read out faults from all these units that i was speaking about and knowing 
far ahead if something urgent might come up and fix the problem while it's still small and cheap. That is the whole idea of this. If the engine light is on, it's probably too late. This is about preventing further damage from happening. Yeah, I'm looking at Chris in the control room, and are you listening? It's probably too late. So don't just reset it because it's irritating to see the check engine light. Uh, there are there are reasons why that's on. So get whatever's wrong fixed. Um, but I'm looking at at his at his phone and the My Carly app. It's a lot of information here that you can obtain. What are the common things that you find most of your customers are able to take full advantage of with their Carly unit? There's two things. Number one main use case for our customers is they plug the OBD adapter in and look for issues in, inside the car. And then we have this feature called Smart Mechanic, which is basically a digital version of your personal expert mechanic, giving you tons of information about potential causes of an issue and repair guidelines and next steps. So this is really getting into car repair maintenance and taking an hour or two of your time and really understand what is going on in the car. We give you an indicator if you can repair it yourself, how hard the repair is going to be, how difficult it is, what the first couple of steps should be in order to identify where the issue lies, and how expensive a repair could happen. So this this is the number one feature. We call it Smart Mechanic because in the end, it's basically a smart digital version of your personal mechanic. I like that. Of course, we all want a smart mechanic, uh, not so much a smart Alec mechanic, as we might say, but a smart mechanic. Uh, your digital car toolbox is the Carly unit, which I think is truly fascinating. And the fact that you guys provide how difficult or how easy something might be uh, for the whether it's the do-it-yourselfers or just somebody who tinkers with their cars periodically maybe gets to a point where they can say you know what i I can do this i don't have to pay a fortune at the mechanic or worse the car dealer uh, to get this done i know the problem and the carly folks have helped me figure out how to solve it if you're comfortable with that go for it exactly it's in the end it's about making car repair and maintenance cheaper and quicker and whether you want to repair it yourself or not, that's up to you, but we help you for both cases. It's definitely something that helps a lot of different kinds of people. Oh, for sure. Now, we talked about how we plug the Carly unit into the OBD port, which is onboard diagnostics, correct? Yes, correct. Onboard and, diagnostics. And every car since, what, 1986, I think, pretty much has an OBD port? 96? 97, I would say. 1997, okay. Um, and it's very, it's just literally that easy to do. You plug it in. In this case, you got a couple of LEDs as well. So how does it work? It's, it's now monitoring all these various systems. This little device, and I'm reminding our radio audience, be sure and come and see the video at intotomorrow.com of Avid and I talking about this and showing you how it worked. But how would you describe how it does what it does. So this OBD hardware, you plug it into the OBD port, which is mostly located near the steering wheel. And what it does, it it connects to the main computer of the car, which itself is connected to all the other computers that I was talking about. And while being connected to the car, it creates a Wi-Fi signal or Bluetooth Wi-Fi signal, which then in return can connect to your smartphone and whenever you open the app and press on connect and press on several features or you want to gather more information, the app sends a request to the adapter, to the dongle, the scanner hardware, which forwards this request to the car. The car answers, puts the request back into the app, and the app visualizes the data and makes it easy to understand. So basically, it's just a wireless transaction of information going into the car and back into your phone 
making all this very complicated data very easy to understand and visualizing it inside the smartphone. So, Eva, does it work uh, pretty much the same for all cars, or are there some differences, some cars where it might not work as well or give as much information? And if so, how do we determine that? So the smart mechanic feature that we talked about is basically the same for all kind of cars starting 1998. We support 96% of all cars on the road in North America, Europe, and Asia. Good. So that will not be an issue. There, we have further very specific features that are not covered for every single car brand. For example, the customizations where you can individualize comfort features, for example, the lighting behavior or the signals you're shown in your dashboard. But I would consider these more of a playful tool. The smart mechanic feature that actually helps you to repair and maintain your car better, that is supported for all kinds of car brands. I want to remind our audience that we also have this radio interview on video. So be sure to visit us at intotomorrow.com and check out the interview with Avida Vini, the co-founder and CEO of Carly Connected Car and their website, mycarly.com. We're back with more with Avid and you right after this. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. As we continue bringing you further into tomorrow, I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for joining us. We're chatting with the co-founder and CEO of Carly Connected Car, Avid Avini. One of the things that Chris pointed out on uh, on the app was the, the fact that there's a used car check, uh, which I find fascinating. Uh, these days especially, I just bought a brand new car, uh, and the price for selling my used car was far better than it had ever been in years past. There's certainly a big market these days for your used car, uh, even if it's not in the best of shape. So keep that in mind. But what does the, the used car check actually do for you? So we've experienced that a lot of people who buy cars experience mileage issues, mileage tampering issues, and they're not always being told the truth about um, prior accidents in airbag. So what happens is that we read out all the airbag information, mileage, mileage information, and then tell the customer if the car has been tampered with, if the mileage is correct, if the airbags have gone off, so if there was a prior accident or not. And this gives a lot of safety, of course, before buying a used car and avoids a bad purchase. 
Oh, for sure. It's certainly a very valuable tool if you're looking to sell or to buy a used car that you want to get good information. So you can basically just take your Carly unit with you if you're shopping for another car, especially a used car, plug it into the OBD port and use your app and see if the car is worth whatever it is somebody's asking for it. Correct, yeah. It takes not even a minute, so it's super easy to do. Ah, love it. And of course, the used car dealer is probably freaking out, but oh well, that's their problem. Uh, You're going to be an informed buyer, so that's a good thing. Can Carly tell what will happen to your car into tomorrow, say? So part of the smart mechanic feature is to predict potential future issues. So if you read out car faults, of course, you want to know how severe the issue is and if it might lead up to more severe issues in the future. So we are working on a software feature that is called predictions and intelligence, which tells you if future issues will come up based on the current context that you have with the car, how long it will take and how severe these will be. And we have this for the first couple of car brands. We're rolling it out in the next couple of months for all car brands worldwide. This is the only solution like this that that exists for consumers to predict future car issues. And we can only do this, of course, because we've been gathering anonymous data for eight years and nine years now, which is more than 25 million data points where we can use them to compare to individual cars and then say, your car looks like these couple of other cars and these other cars had similar issues happen to them in the future. So this is the reason we can provide such a feature. I think that's fascinating. And the fact that it's all app-based in that sense, because you can obviously check the data with your phone, Android or iPhone, and get all that info, allows you guys to keep very much up-to-date. You simply update your app and you say, oh, we've got additional info. If it accesses your database, uh, as you mentioned, because you've got all these data collection points and things that will help others, then it's kind of an ongoing process that works well for your customers, obviously for Carly doing a great job. Yeah, the great thing is the more people use it, the better the software gets. Of sure. This is something that is really strong. This is also why we're thinking strongly about a community to link people together that have similar similar fault contexts, uh, because in the end, that is what helps the most. If you talk to people who had a very similar issue, and then they can tell you how they repaired it. This is also something we do, because we know exactly what kind of issues people have. Gotcha. Now, Avid, as co-founder and CEO of Carly Connected Car, I'm wondering, are are you in particular a a car buff, a a fan of all kinds of cars and your staff, your team? Uh, How did you come about deciding to start to do this? What got you motivated? So my family had a 760 BMW eight years ago and that had a lot of problems. We brought it to the workshop and every time they plugged in the original manufacturer software, they charged us $120 each time we were not getting smarter. So what we thought what we should do is just plug our own OBD device in. It cannot be that hard to read out the information because my whole family, we study computer science, so it should be possible. Um, So that's how it started. And people on the car forums international, they wanted to have such a feature and they wanted to have the same information because we were talking to them. We provided this into the app stores and then things took off from there. Personally, I'm not into cars per se. I'm very much into the software and the electronics of cars um, because this is mostly what we do. We're not we're not driving um, to tuning events. We're really working a lot on the electronics and the software of cars, which is which is in the end helpful for our customers. 
Sure. I was going to say, and, and you're right, in the end, that's what we want to know, that you are taking care of things from the computer standpoint of the software end and collecting right. and translating that data uh, to make sense to those of us who are car owners or purchasers or looking to buy one. Let's talk about the price of Carly, and then I'm assuming there's a, a monthly subscription as well. How does that work? So it's an annual subscription. And we found the best model is to give the hardware for free and charge for the license on an annual basis. And starting at $80 to $100 per year, you can have the scanner for free and the full access to all features for your car brand. Ah, love it. And you're going to spend easily more than 80 or or $100 with one visit to your mechanic. So this is certainly a good investment. MyCarly.com. My, M-Y-C-A-R-L-Y.com. Of course, we'll get you there, too, when you visit IntoTomorrow.com. Avid Avini, the co-founder and CEO of Carly Connected Car. Keep up the good work and keep up the updating at all times uh, for this. And, and let us know when we can chat again. Maybe you're going to have some other products at some point that can be uh, as similarly helpful to all of us. Thanks so much, Dave. We're working on a lot of interesting stuff, and we'll keep in touch, definitely. Thank uh, you. Good, by all means, because we will want to chat with you again. Again, Avid Avini, the co-founder and CEO, Carly Connected Car. You want to visit mycarly.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow continues. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Another Into Tomorrow fun tech fact for you, if you will. Uh, Spam email was named after the canned meat. Well, we pretty much all know that. In a Monty Python skit, they said spam meat was horrible and being ubiquitous and inescapable. That's much much like spam email. Much like (laughs) spam email. So how appropriate. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, you'll soon discover that the options can be a bit overwhelming. Well, Blueberry makes it easy. Visit B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. It's time for our history feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Graveline. IFA, IFA history, IFA history. In 1971, the Funkausstellung was officially renamed the International Funkausstellung. I know nothing, nothing. Or IFA, in short, uh, with exhibitors from all over the world. Philips and Grundig showed the prototype of the world's first video cassette recorder based on the VCR standard. The tape was housed in a cassette with two loops of tape on top of one another. No! hope you'll really like. A timer and alarm clock was built in. Recording time was up to an hour. 
That, up to an hour. Up to an hour. Yes. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. We shall do just that. Thank you. And uh, some more tech news items because there's so much going on these days that we do want to share some of these things with you because Chris talks oftentimes in tech history and, and the IFA history about smart TVs. They were present in 55% of homes with broadband service during the third quarter of last year, about the same as in the first quarter, according to a Parks Associate report, the use of streaming media devices declined from earlier in the year to less than 40%, while the recent drop in gaming consoles pretty much leveled off. So, of course, why the decline in streaming media devices? Because 55% of U.S. homes now have a smart TV. So the stuff's built in. I don't have a smart TV. Well, it's not a I mean, dumb TV. Well, but I, I mean, I've put Amazon Fire TV sticks in all of them, so I've sort that, of made them smart. But. That made them smart. And more and more people are doing that, but that's a device, though, yeah. attached. So you're not among the 55% of U.S. homes with smart TVs now. Yeah. But your next TV will have to be smart because pretty much that's going to be your only choice. Yeah, but I hope I don't have to buy another TV for a while. <laughs> I hope not either. But there you go. Yeah. Internet Explorer is set to have its final end-of-life update on June 15th. The Windows it couldn't be soon enough. Yeah. The <laughs> Windows 10 update will be sent out to PCs after that date, disabling the browser and wiping it from devices. While Microsoft has detailed its plans to retire Internet Explorer since May of 2021, the Redmond Washington company says the upcoming end-of-life update will disable the browser in a fashion that will redirect users to the Microsoft Edge browser when they try to access that feature. Internet Explorer has been a Microsoft staple for 25 years. Uh, the once popular browser ruled the 90s and the 2000s, but became infamous for its security vulnerabilities and frequent malware threats. However, Microsoft appears to have learned from its mistakes with Internet Explorer uh, to the point where Microsoft Edge rates among the best browsers on the market. But still, a but distant- who's rating Edge as one of the best browsers? Well, but again, all, all the browsers are distant away from distant away you know, yeah. uh, distance behind chrome which is yeah. of course the most popular browser by far of course and then i think followed by firefox although i've been having a lot of firefox Fi- issues even though i've updated everything yeah firefox has been dropping in popularity lately yeah rightly so they they start to suck yeah but there's also of course safari for apple devices yeah, which well, is very popular and this newer microsoft edge is built on chromium which is what's behind chrome anyway yeah so just <laughs> as we've said for a long time just use chrome yeah. Although, if you're like me and you have multiple browsers open with multiple windows, well, I it's multi- easier to deal with. I have multiple browsers mainly because I have multiple Google accounts. So I have this one account open in this browser for for certain things. I have this other account open in another browser for certain things. Mm. I've got probably five different browsers on my computer. Yeah, that's about what I have, I've I think. Got Firefox, yeah. Edge, Chrome, Opera, Brave, and there's at least another Probably IE for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Gaming has boomed during the pandemic as more people stayed home, of course, and a Unity annual report forecasts that the industry will reach $300 billion by 2027. The report also predicts increased influence by cross-platform and live service gaming, which can help build even more revenue for gaming companies. So if you're into gaming or you're thinking about investing into gaming... Perhaps that's not a bad idea. $300 billion industry by 2027. That's a lot of growth. Uh 
Ford's Advanced Manufacturing Center has developed an interface that allows machines from different suppliers to speak to each other in the same language and operate parts of the production line autonomously. Uh, Automakers have been incorporating robotics into their manufacturing processes for decades uh, to reduce costs and boost efficiency, but Ford's patent-pending system solves a crucial bottleneck in the production line by using robots to operate the 3D printers through the night uh, without human interaction. So far, the venture has helped produce low-volume custom car parts and very specific parts, such as the brake line bracket for Mustang Shelby GT500 sports cars equipped with the performance package. Wow, that's pretty specific. (laughs) Yeah. But at least they can narrow things down very easily and apparently cost affordably. Yeah. Hmm. Affordably. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Affordably. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. A Twitter Spaces tool currently in iOS trials lets users share clips from previous spaces and link viewers to longer recordings. Twitter reportedly plans to extend the feature, which can clip as much as 30 seconds of audio, also to Android users. So it's about time. They've been letting iPhoneys kind of try it for a while, but now they're going to just let everybody try it. That's because iPhoneys are the cool kids. Are you really? Yeah. No. Oh. Sorry. You got to get it. You got to have an Android to be a cool kid. I have an Android watch. So you're a semi-cool yeah, kid. Yeah, that's true. I'm a, I'm a wannabe coolie. Yeah. Apple inched a step closer to replacing real-world wallets with the one on its iPhone this week, opening up its digital driver's license and state ID program in Arizona. But wait a minute. Now, why did Apple have to do that when most states now are doing it? I've got my driver's license and ID on an app from the state of Florida. So do I. But what's different about this is this is inside Apple Wallet. It's not a a separate app. Please. (laughs) So the initiative, uh, which is built into Apple's iOS 15, was announced last summer and will expand to Colorado, Hawaii, Mississippi, Ohio, and Puerto Rico soon. In a statement, Jennifer Bailey, Apple's vice president of Apple Pay and Apple Wallet, said that they are thrilled to bring the first driver's license and state ID in Wallet to Arizona and provide residents with an easy, secure, and private way to present their ID when traveling through just the tap of their iPhone or Apple Watch. This is also going to be accepted at TCA checkpoints um, at the airport. TSA. TSA, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, other states, including Georgia, Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, and Utah, have also announced plans to work with Apple to offer uh, the same thing in their states. Uh, again, I think it's a duplication. If your state's already doing it, and by the way, I think you did it as well after I did, it was very easy to do. Yeah, granted, it's a separate app. Okay, fine. You know, like you need a separate app, like you need a hole in the head. But in your state, that's. Instantly accepted and accepted by TSA and federal agencies and so forth. So I I don't see it. Well, uh, and, the other, and again, the other difference here is it, it uses the the NFC. So you just again tap your phone mm-hmm. to whatever device, and that's your proof of identity identity right there. I guess I, I've, you you kind of reminded me when I was a police officer a hundred years ago. I actually remember having a couple of people over the years when I'd pull them over try to show me just a, a poor photocopy of their driver's license, and I distinctly remember actually running one of them, and it had been revoked and suspended. And it was like, you're going to jail anyway, so what's the point? I didn't think, of course, back then, we didn't have our smartphones and all of that, so, you know, who knew what was coming? I did, because I've been into tech. Plus, you were were a cop before the good old days, before dash cams. Um, That's also true. Did I say that out loud? Yeah. (laughs) Well, and before any cams. Yeah. I was fond of saying, before the popularity of everybody had a camera. I don't know how guys and gals do it these days. But anyway, but I digest. 
with a body cam. Yeah. Check things out at intotomorrow.com. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call LifeCare at Welcome back into tomorrow. We hope you sign up for our free tech newsletter when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. Know before you go high or low with customizable alerts and alarms. Visit dexcom.com. And Robert in Miami, Florida, oh, our neck of the woods there, listens through the Radio Garden app. Welcome, Robert. If I purchase a cell phone from a provider and stick with them for a year, am I entitled to get the unlock code to make it an unlocked phone and usable on any carrier? Well, Robert, back in 2014, then-President Obama signed a bill into law with the ridiculous name, quote, Unlocking Consumer Choice and Wireless Competition Act, close quote, that made unlocking legal. After that, carriers dragged their feet a little and about a year later started unlocking phones by request as long as they were fully paid for. Now, that means that you may not necessarily be able to get yours unlocked after a year, but you will be able to have it unlocked after the contract you signed up for lapses and your phone is fully paid for. Yeah, some carriers will still unlock your phone if you haven't yet fulfilled your contract but are willing to pay off the balance that's left on the phone. Um, not, all, not all carriers are the same, though. Uh, what is a very simple process for some, in which they'll just ask you for your phone's serial number and unlock it for you, may be a painful and long process with others. So give yourself some time if you need it unlocked by a set date due to travel or anything similar. Yeah. And, of course, you know, a lot of people realize that there are carriers that want your business really bad. So you see these ads all the time. We'll pay off your phone. And, well, they're certainly going to unlock it so it'll work on their uh, frequencies, if you will. So check things out before you make those kind of decisions. And by the way, meet us at intotomorrow.com. We'll see you there. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, 
Use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow. 